Okay. See, I talked about how stressful that is, but it's more stressful to be ugly. So uh, take note, everyone. <laughs> on you can be ugly and have good skin. First of all, I've seen some of y'all. I'm just kidding. That's what I'm, I'm just about to say. I'm not gonna say any names. I'm not gonna say any names, because <laughs> that's about to be me in like five years, bro. So let me relax. Stop. Let me relax. Now unless you start now. Yes, there's never start skincare in your twenties, people. You're listening to Contrary Episode Four with Nicole and Faith. Enjoy. It's episode four. Episode four. You made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Faith. I got a question of the day for you, Abe. Let's get into it. I'm ready. Okay. I think you'll get this one because you're smart. Okay. Um, which <laughs> which two countries share the longest international border? Okay. I'm thinking of the map. Which two countries share the longest international border? I'm thinking U.S., Canada. I'm thinking Russia, China, or Russia, Mongolia, because there's a little bit of space there. Um, Argentina's pretty long, too. So is Chile. Okay. So now that I've thrown things on the wall, my guess is, mm-hmm. is it U.S., Canada? Yes. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Contrary. Uh, gracias. Um, I'm sorry. We call you a gracias. Wow. I told you you were going to get that one. I, knew, I mean, I told it was a geography. Uh, I, I love geography. I know. I know. Oh, wow. Shout out to Geo News segment. Let's go. Let's Behind go. Behind the scenes. <laughs> Check out. Hey. Thank you. Thank the you, Geo thank News, you, the Geo Guesser game. It's a hoot. It's so much fun. I don't know. And I apologize for not cooking longer on that question. Well, I like think- the first one, you were like, Okay, we got U.S. Canada. That's why I said. I'm. So, I wasn't even looking. I was like. I was like thinking of the map, like um, in uh Sherlock or Benedict Cumberbatch is like. I need mm. to go to my mind palace. <laughs> the craziest <laughs> stuff pops up. Get out. What? Get out. I need to go to my mind palace. The what? That's where I was. I, I was in my mind palace. <laughs> yeah, that was why Argentina has got, got, a, got the Cuba. Not Cuba. Cuba is an island. <laughs> a literal island, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Whatever. I'm not well, mad at Well, look, I got some you. stuff for you that um, you're not going to get as easy. Oh, okay? Because it's, okay, okay. it's, <laughs> it's contrary quiz time. What all of our jingles sound like news, like breaking news. Every single one. Every single one. I'll fix it. It's fine. Okay. So how this quiz time is gonna work is mm-hmm. um, you know, the whole point of not the whole point, but the the, the kind of the definition of the show. Contrary, uh-huh. right? We have a lot of things uh that are very different about us, even though mm-hmm. we get along swimmingly and always have. Yeah. But there are different things that we are interested in. Um that she is more skilled, like geography, at me at, and things that I'm more skilled or knowledgeable than at, at than her. So, these contrary quiz times will be questions, quiz questions that I would know, but that she might not necessarily know. I'm gonna learn a lot about myself today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've got I've got six questions for you. Okay, three categories. Okay. okay. 
some of them I do think that you will get. Okay. So like, I don't think that you're going to be like completely like, what is going on? Okay. And they all have, yes, they all have multiple choice. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I got pen and paper ready. So, okay. Here we go. I'll, I'll talk slow. So mm, I'm going to have you choose the category you want for this first question. So here are the three categories. There are two questions for each one. Okay. okay. You have skincare. Okay. <laughs> the second category is music theater slash dance. Okay. And the third category is the year 1992. Ah. <laughs> okay. Mm. Let's go. Let's start with music theater dance. I, I. <laughs> okay. What is the highest grossing production on Broadway ever? Okay. The highest Your choices production. are. Okay. Ever. A, The Lion King. B, Phantom of the Opera. C, Aida. Mm-hmm. Four, or D, <laughs> West Side Story. <laughs> Jesus, I have to do that all the time. Okay. So A, The Lion King. B, Phantom of the Opera. C, Aida. D, West Side Story. Okay, process of elimination. I'll move quick through these. I know that Phantom is the longest running. I think it's about to end Mm. or has just ended. I don't know if that's going to, by default, kick it into the highest grossing because it's been out for that long. Mm. Um, I know it's not Aida. I feel like that, for theater folks, is is, we know it, but like kind of niche compared to the others. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm torn between Lion King and West Side Story. Lion King's got that Disney money. It's got kids, adults repeat viewers i mean i could say the same thing for fandom and west side but like Mm -hmm. so because of that just the size of the franchise in general and like the global awareness of that production i'm gonna go with Mm -hmm. a lion king you are (laughs) that was a gem roll correct Okay, I feel good about that. I feel good about that. See, you did good. Uh, See, I don't know. That wasn't bad at all. Okay, what is a plie in ballet? And you have to get up and show me. Um, But here are the choices. A, sweep of the foot. B, pulse. Okay. Uh, C, arm extension. Okay. D, bending at the knees. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plie. So please don't judge the clips on my dress. <laughs> you don't even have to be fully in view. A just- plie is like I'm bending my knees like this. And my knees look like a little like a little cup. Like, like a little uh, cup. See how I clipped? That's what oh, a plie is. Oh, I didn't even is. notice. Yes, I have it clipped because like we can't be in the streets. So oh, yeah, no. literally like, so my feet are like this, mm-hmm. my heels are connected and I'm literally mm-hmm. bending at the knee. Okay. So you're saying D bending at the knees. Not yet because I know that a plie also involves your arms. Like your arms kind of do this situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm between, <laughs> trying not to fall out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> She tried to take my life, y'all. This is sabotage. So a plie is either bending at the knee or the arm. It's also kind of like a pulse of your body, but that doesn't feel right. Because, like, it'll be a really fast plie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'm going to go with bending at the knee. Final answer. Correct. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to do arms when you do a plie. If they're the really? first position, uh, second position, uh, ah. third position, like, gosh, it, it happens with the legs. The arms are another yeah. thing. Plie gotcha. is bending at the knees. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Great okay. job. Okay. So you have two more categories. You got skincare or the year 1992. I want to take this L in skincare and get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me see the question. Oh, God. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I tried the low, I tried the easy ball these for you. You'd be surprised okay, I don't take care of my skin. Okay. Yeah, but you still know things. Maybe. Okay. okay, okay. All right. <laughs> what is the best way to apply eye cream? Ready? <laughs> Your face. Okay. A, tapping the product into the skin with ring finger. Rubbing product into skin in a circular motion. Or C, massaging the product into the skin using a cotton round. It's just A, B, or C. So tapping with the ring, rubbing in a circular motion, or massaging the product with a cotton round. I'm in between cotton round and tapping. I remember we had this Mary Kay lady come to my townhouse when I lived with some of my college roommates. And the one thing that I retained from that was to use the finger that you use the least or like the weakest finger so that you don't Mm. go too hard on your skin. Got you. But the tapping motion is throwing me off because you use the gentler verb with the cotton round. Um, Mm, Massaging. Yeah. But then, like, a cotton round near your eye doesn't sound right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go cotton round. <laughs> cotton round? Yes. You should have gone with your gut. It's tapping. No! And you said the exact reason why, too, because that that ring figure is useless, so it has less pressure. Yeah. But yeah, any type of massaging or, or rubbing or tugging of the, the eyes is like a no-no because it's one of the most sensitive areas, sensitive places. That's sensitive, but thinnest. Yeah. And sensitive parts oh. of our face. Oh, Well, I learned something new today, y'all. There we go. There we go. You're welcome. All right. All right. Um, so do you want skincare number two? Yeah. Let's do second skincare. Or 1992. That's a bar. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the right order to apply these products? This is ABC. Okay. A, cleanser, serum, toner, moisturizer. Okay. So I just have to put those in the right order? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do that. Okay. 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 Instead of me giving you all the right answers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cleanser, serum, toner, moisturizer. Moisturizer. I know mm-hmm. that moisturizer is towards the end because that kind of like locks stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what a serum is. So that's going to be a wild card. Um, cleanser has to be first. Okay. So I'm going to go cleanser. Then I'm going to go toner. Okay. Moisturizer. And then I'm going to guess that a serum locks it in. Okay. <laughs> Swap, swap serum and moisturizer. So cleanser, toner, moisturizer, 
serum? No, no, no. Cleanser, toner, serum, moisturizer. Why? What is the serum? The moisturizer. Moisturizer is the thickest. Okay. Of the bunch. Okay. Uh, the moisturizer can differ based on if you have oily skin or dry skin. So, like, if you have oily skin, you're not gonna want to get like a gunky moisturizer because you're just adding to it. Yeah. Um, serum is like, I would consider serum like you're pinpointing exactly what you're trying to do with your skin. Mm. So, moisturizer is it is what it is. You're moisturizing okay. your skin. Serum, you can have a vitamin C serum. You can have a um. Uh, oof. you could have serums with, um, what is the, t- what's the serum I use every day? I use vitamin C serum every day. Okay. And then at night I use something that's called niacinamide mm. and that, that more so focuses on like the dark spots on your face. Okay. So when you have specific areas that you're looking to do, mm-hmm. that's kind of what's mixed in with the serums and then the moisturizer locks everything in. So can you kind of customize all of these things? Like there are different things you're looking for in a serum. Can you do the same thing with your moisturizer and your toner? Like do those have different purposes? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's stressful. (laughs) Toner, toner like balances the pH in your skin. Okay. Um, So yeah, it's always cleanser first, toner to kind of like set everything. Okay, balance everything back again. Yeah. And then you apply the products that are going to do more specific things that you want to with your skin. Mm. With the serums. Okay. See, I talked about how stressful that is, but it's more stressful to be ugly. So uh, take note, everyone. <laughs> on You can be ugly and have good skin, first of all. I see some of y'all. I'm just kidding. That's I'm just about to say, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to say any names, <laughs> y'all. Because that's about to be me in like five years, bro. So let me relax. Stop. Let me relax. Unless you start now. Yes. There's never start skincare in your 20s, people. Yeah, 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 for real. Yo, speaking of that Mary Kay lady that came to the house, mm-hmm. she provided me with one of the greatest roasts I've heard of all time. So she Please say it because I still say it to this day. Oh my God. So this Mary Kay lady Crack comes up. to our crib and this is like, we're college age. It's four black women that live <laughs> together and more of our black women friends coming over to the house. And she does this whole layout in her intro spiel. She talks about how skincare is so important and that skincare also includes your neck. And she proceeded to say that, like, have you ever seen anyone with a $900 face and a $5 neck? And the room erupted in the loudest laughter because the woman didn't realize how funny the thing that she said was because it's just part of her life routine. I guess she had never said it in front of the right room because she killed that night. It took us 10 minutes to get back on topic. Because we were falling out of chairs. We were doing the lap. You know, you'd like black people take a lap. Like we were like, $5 neck. That's crazy. And she was just like, why are these people yelling at me? But like, I've never forgotten. The, apparently the ring finger tapping and the $5 neck roast was insane. Um, so yeah. You told me that. I wasn't there. When you told me that, I died and still every time i apply my neck cream i think about five dollar neck you don't want a five dollar neck <laughs> yeah because i've seen because you see you know that person you've seen that you've yes. seen that where like the face is your neck you neck can tell like, like the neck is very similar to like that under eye area where like mm. it's easily it's sensitive and it's it's thin yeah so like you can almost tell somebody's age or like kind of how old they are even if their face looks perfect it's like but the it's neck, like the neck is is weirdly a tell. Yeah, it's the not neck weird. and the hands. But if you're white, yeah, the hands. Like if I can see your capillaries, bro. Like, 
Yeah, 90. You're 90. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. That was really good. So I got the musical theater Broadway, two dubs there, uh, and two L's in the skincare. So let's go to the year of 1992 as a tiebreaker, see okay. how I do. This one is probably the hardest of the three. Okay. So, okay. In the year 1992, what city did the largest McDonald's in the world open? Your choices are A, Beijing, B, Tokyo, C, Berlin, D, Johannesburg. What year? Or what year? The year is 1992. What city <laughs> did the largest McDonald's in the world open in 1992? Beijing, mm, Beijing, Tokyo, Berlin. Tokyo. Shout out to the Easy Gang and uh, Johannesburg. Um, man. So, okay, I'm thinking of what economies were looking like in the early 90s. And that's not information that I have in most of these cities, so it's not going to help me. Um, my gut. Like, mm, he sounds so intelligent. Right, you're right. Like, but I can't <laughs> answer the question that I just asked. I mean, that's what a lot of professors <laughs> do anyway. Um <laughs> So Tokyo, (laughs) grad school. Um, So Tokyo is like the stereotypical choice for me because like, it's Japan. But I feel like McDonald's was there well before. Like, I feel like 92 might be a little bit late. I'm going to eliminate Berlin because if I'm not mistaken, the Berlin Wall went down in the 80s. And no, 70s, 80s. I think it was the 80s. And I feel like we're just focusing on rebuilding. I thought it was the 90s. Was it the 90s? I don't know. I have to look it up. This is so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if this is anything. I'm going to look it up. Because like East and West, there was one that was more Westernized and there was another side that was less. And so I feel like doing something that big and Western that wasn't Uh. already there might not have been on like the the path to unity or it might have been a statement of like, this is where we are now. Um, I'm going to say, like, we were both right. Okay. No, sorry. Go oh, ahead. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um, Beijing, I feel like we might have already been there. You know what? No, I'm going to I'm gonna do a Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do Beijing. I'm going to say Beijing. Because if I overthink it, I'm going to overcook my brain. Mm. Beijing is correct. <gasps> yeah! <laughs> Let's go. Wait, no, why? The Berlin Wall fell. <laughs> the Berlin Wall fell in November 9th of 1989. Wow. So it was late. It was 80s. late 80s. Like late 80s. About to be two, or about to be 1990. Wow. 90. So Beijing. And you, you said this was the biggest or the first? The largest. The largest. The I wonder if it is in the still world. the largest. It might not be in Beijing, but it's I wonder, in right? China. It has to be still in China. Like they do things on a scale that I can't even Big. imagine. Okay. This is like, <laughs> this is the tiebreaker though. Okay. I'm ready. You're right. 1992. Final question. Yep. In 1992, what serial killer went to prison? David Parker Ray. Michael Swango, Jeffrey Dahmer, Scott William Cox. <laughs> the way that like I only recognize Jeffrey Dahmer's name, so you could have named any like <laughs> Thomas Tickleberry, Billy Ray Cyrus, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Allen White. <laughs> 
<laughs> like those three names are vicious. Um, yeah. I dropped my pen in the name of Jesus. Okay, so there was a David, David Parker, in there. Right? David Parker, right? Mm-hmm. That was a Michael Swango, Dahmer, or Scott William Cox, 1992. I want to have to hail Mary this. Okay. Because Dahmer feels too easy, and I feel like that was well. He was out here marking people in the '80s, so '92 makes sense because they take forever to send crazy white people to jail. I think <laughs> that there is well, Swango is a cool last name. Um, <laughs> that name's got a fire. <laughs> I mean, because so, without the O and the N, it's swag. I'm done. Yeah, you're correct. That took me a while to get there. I was like, wait a minute. You were correct. Um, I'm going to go Swango. Swango Tango. (laughs) So I tried to give you the layup. It's Dahmer. It is? It's Dahmer. I thought it was too easy. I thought you threw somebody in there that like you. He went away in 92. 92. Wow. Isn't that crazy to think about? That's insane. It's because it's been so sensationalized, which is horrible. We've become kind of yeah. desensitized to all these serial killer, like all these movies and mm-hmm. TV shows coming out. Um, that it's like, oh my god, that's a real thing that actually happened, yeah. like very recently, like in your lifetime. Wow. So okay, what does that put me at score wise? <laughs> It's a tie. It's a tie. You did great. <laughs> that means I did a good job at picking questions. You so did. that you don't feel completely dumb and but you're not like all the way smart. This is the balance we need. This is the balance we need. <laughs> Do you want to try to find a tiebreaker question? Ciao. Yeah, let me see. Hold on. And this could be like a true false. So it could just be something you find and then true false. It could be another order. I will let you decide. Take the time that you need. Uh, oh, wait. No, that's not sure. Mm-hmm. Choose wisely. How about this, though? You choose the and category. The topic. Ooh. What's what's something that you know that I'm interested in that you're like, give me a question about blank. Um, Maybe I can just come up with one on the spot. Could you? Let's see. Ooh. Ask me a question about Harry Potter, dog, because the way that I've not gotten through like the third movie still and you've watched them like multiple times, I'm getting there, I promise. But Harry Potter feels fair because I'm familiar enough. But if it's a deep cut, then I'm not going to know it. Hell, if it's general knowledge, I might not know it. It's super deep cut. Like, what was the length of Hagrid's garment in the scene? Okay. (laughs) Okay. What is the name Wait, do you want to be multiple choice or do you just want to guess? I can just guess. Okay. What is the name of the school newspaper at Hogwarts? Ooh, okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. So there's a lot of owls that are around. <laughs> they deliver mail. They don't deliver the newspaper. I don't think. Correct. Correct. Is it? Does it have something independent in it? The independent? Mm-mm. Uh, I think that's like the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're right. Oh, oh. I, I have to lock in a guess. Um, it, does it have anything to do with birds? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the 
The, it's a verb, like the squawker. No, but that's cute. The 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 Potter Daily. <laughs> um, Hogwarts time. You know what? You know what? Daily is a part of it. It is. It is. It is. Oh, yes, it is. Because wait, because this is. I remember. I did watch the Fantastic Beasts movie. And is it the same newspaper in the Fantastic? Because the Fantastic Beast movie, if I'm not Probably. mistaken, opens on like a newspaper, and it kind of gives us that backstory to that. Like, yeah, prequel. oh man, that was a fire opener. Um, like um, I see the and newspaper also the in one, and, and it's in your face. It's in your favorite one. So the the what was it? Goblet of Fire. Remember that the, 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 that's the my boy. Who, that one. <laughs> Jesus, yes, the one where the lady comes and she interviews all four of the kids. Crap, She's like a little crap. bit too close to Harry Potter. I'm yeah, and she puts him in a weird back room and asks him these really traumatizing. I was questions. like, why are you this close to this? And he's like a child. He's a child. Um, <laughs> the something daily. I'm not gonna get this because if I if I really had it in my mind, okay. I would have said it already. Here's another hint. It's not the something daily. It's the daily something. <laughs> I'm going to guess. I'm locking this in. Mm-hmm. The Daily Reporter? The Daily Prophet. Yeah, I would have never. I would have never. I you would have never gotten that one. Yeah, you wouldn't have gotten I was close, though, because the Prophet and Reporter are both nouns. Like, it wasn't like a... <sighs> yeah, sure is an apple. The Daily... So- true. The Daily The daily Banana. <laughs> the Daily Prophet. Yeah. I like that. Good job, I have to, okay, okay. I was close. See, it was a good category. You were close, close-ish, but like, nah. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm taking the L. I did not pass my contrary yeah, yeah. quiz time, um, <laughs> but I had a great time playing it. I had a great. Time. I'm terrified for whenever you do it because nah, I'm going to get gonna them be good. all wrong. I won't do geography. I will not do geography. I promise. I like geography though. I'm not, okay. Say I'm good at it, but okay. I do love geography. I'll do geography on the culture side versus geography on the map side, if that makes sense. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm better with maps. Well, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, let me take it back. Like, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let's keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. All right, so time to flip the script. Um, we are going to play He's a 10 Butt. So this is like a, a trend <laughs> quiz-ish assignment. Uh, that has been viral for like a while now where you pretty much ask the person you're speaking to like okay you're with somebody romantically and they are a 10 on every level like they got the looks they got the money if that's what you're into they have everything you need but they have this one factor to them that is not so (laughs) great and you have to decide how many points that takes off the 10 like for example Mm. he's a 10 but um, he is really rude to wait staff at restaurants. That would, for some people, maybe that doesn't make a difference. For some, there's still a ten. For other people, that's like, oh, there are three. And for others, it's like mm. non-negotiable. You're a zero. Next. All right. Mm. So I'm going to ask you a couple of he's a ten, but questions, and see okay. what number that that person bumps down to. If so, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So first one. He's a ten, but. He runs up the stairs on all fours. <laughs> yeah, you see it in your head. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like all stairs. <laughs> Public, at home, all stairs. All stairs. I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. 
So what number? He's a one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. No. He, okay. he, he's a 10, but he claps every time the plane lands. Six. Okay. He's a 10, but he's always talking about himself. Uh, that's a non-negotiable for me. Okay. Okay. Fair zero. Yeah, cause like, yeah, that's yeah, that's obnoxious. Um, he's a ten, but he is terrified of butterflies. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, how often do you run into butterflies? Nine. That's what I'm saying. Like literally. <laughs> okay. Oh, at my last house. <laughs> there was a bit of our neighbors are planting a plant that attracts butterflies. Oh, so they, they have they a butterfly bush? Beautiful. Uh, probably something like that. So that would have been a good place, but that's hilarious. <laughs> He's a nine. Okay, 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 okay. Ciao. Okay. Oh my God. Shout out to your neighbors, though. Butterfly bushes are like, they're really beautiful and they, they're not hurting anybody. Yeah, they're, they're not hurting. Anybody. It was very cute. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. From far away. Have you seen a butterfly's face, like up close? No, I don't think I've ever like sat down and have a drink with a butterfly. And, like, no, really... I mean like Google, not like actually <laughs> engaged in conversation. Have you ever gone face to face with a butterfly? <laughs> nah, like don't ever look up that because disgusting scary. and terrifying. Aww. Very scary. Yeah, they that's have those bad. wings for a reason. Um, besides <laughs> flying, it's also cosmetic because that's what matters in nature. Um, no, okay, funny. he's a 10, but he doesn't ever wear socks, like ever. That's like my life now. <laughs> but like he wears like dress shoes and puts socks on. I'm talking about like never wear socks ever. In tennis shoes, in dress shoes, never wear socks. It's disgusting. <laughs> Five. Okay. I have to go neutral. I have yeah. to. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um, we have two more. We have two more. Okay. He is a 10, but he films himself trying viral dances on TikTok. <laughs> Come on. Like we a, can party still. Really? Still, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Can it be? he fly? Yeah. Give me a 10. Okay. 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 I'll give you that he one. Ten. Last one. Okay. He's a 10, but he listens to alpha male podcasts. Oh, absolutely not. Non-negotiable. Bye. <laughs> Zero. Okay. I Zero. wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. I've heard some scary stuff on the internet. Um, yeah. That ain't it for me. Yeah. Nope. No, absolutely not. Bye. Absolutely not. Okay. Thank you for playing. Um, <laughs> not every time I see a butterfly. I'm like, be like, he's a 10, but like, yeah, like <laughs> clinically diagnosed fear of butterflies, like terrified passing out Aww. butterflies. Somebody out there has to be afraid of butterflies. Somebody has to, especially with the way they look. Somebody's scared, but <laughs> it's not my business. It's not my business at all. At all. Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. You ready for Geo News? Hey, that is a yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, who first? What city do we want to do first? Um, I don't mind starting. I don't mind starting. Okay. 
Okay, so my yeah, assignment was from Slovakia. Um, the city that I found is pronounced Bratislava. I hope I'm saying mm. that right. Okay, and this is from the Associated okay. Press. So short okay. and sweet, short and sweet. Um, in Bratislava, Slovakia, thousands of people took to the streets of major cities in Slovakia on Thursday to renew their protest against plans by the new government of populist Prime Minister Roberto Fico to amend the country's penal code. I'll go into it. The changes proposed by the three-party coalition government include abolishing the special prosecutor's office, which handles serious crimes such as graft, organized crime, and extremism. Those cases would be taken over by prosecutors in regional offices, which haven't dealt with such crimes for 20 years. So recap, they're trying to pass something that like, dissolves the department of like government or like public policy or whatever that deals with like extreme crime. Like they said, extremism, organized crime, graft, like they're dissolving that. And so now it's just going to be the problem of regional offices who haven't dealt with this stuff in like two decades. That's crazy, right? (laughs) So people are protesting and saying like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. We need to have a special office for this. Like, what are you talking about? Wow. Yeah. My idea is like, who's I? I need to know the why. I need to know the why of the other side. No matter how crazy it sounds, I got to know the why of the other side. But I'm like, who bought this up and who (laughs) gave it enough steam to even make this? Like, is there there some type of corruption in this particular office? Like, what happened to where they were Mm. like, we got to get rid of this? I don't know. I don't know. Or like, I wonder how much they deal with extremism Mm. in that sense there. Yeah. Mm hmm. Because that's the only thing I can think of is if, if it's just like if they're pouring money into a department that's not really being used. Yeah. Okay. But for something as serious as this, <laughs> like that has to be in place. That seems a like, little insane. Yeah. And maybe like, I don't know if it was always in place and then they're just now removing it or if it was new and more relevant 20 years ago, which is like, like the 90s. And then now it's kind of like died down a little mm. bit maybe. I don't know, but power to the people, power to the folks who are taking their time to like protest yeah. and hold their governments accountable. Cause what? Sheesh. <laughs> I just thought that was really, really interesting. Cause I was like, I was going through the news and I was like, oh, there's this and there's that. And it's like, okay. And then I, I had to read this multiple times. Cause I was like, I, I know I'm not reading this correctly. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. So mm. I don't know. I learned a lot about that. And it makes me curious to research like, do other countries that are similar have some, like, I'm pretty sure most countries have like a similar department to deal with that large scale stuff. But yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. That's my news. Okay. What about you? What city did you get? So I got, um, hold on. Let me think. Let me look at the city again. Okay. Kigali, Rwanda. Hey, okay. Okay. So this was something I had to kind of dig a little bit because I was like, it's happening very much now, mm-hmm. but I needed context because some of the things that are going into effect now were like enacted last year. So I was like, okay, let me go back. It's like, what are they yeah. talking about? Okay. Okay. So this is from the Migration Observatory at the University of Oxford. Okay. Um, so Q&A and sometimes I'll, I won't do all this, but yeah, because it's, it's, a, it's a lot to digest. Okay. So um, the UK's policy to send asylum seekers to Rwanda. Mm-hmm. Let's think about that for a second. Okay. So 
In April 2022, the UK government announced that it was going to send certain people seeking asylum in the UK to the Republic of Rwanda, where the Rwandan government would decide their asylum claims. If their claims were successful, they would be granted asylum in Rwanda, not the UK. This was to address increasing numbers of people reaching the UK without authorization by crossing the English Channel in small boats. Mm. So... In November 2023, so last year, the UK Supreme Court declared the policy unlawful because Rwanda was not a safe country to remove asylum seekers to. Nobody has been sent to Rwanda under the scheme at the time of writing. In response to the judgment of the Supreme Court, the government published a new treaty with Rwanda, which provides for additional safeguards and introduced a new draft bill, which declares Rwanda a safe country for asylum seekers. So... Basically, what's happening is this back and forth of like, so you're going to send people to a country that doesn't have the ability to like (laughs) house them, like thousands of people. Okay, so in a speech introducing the policy uh, known formally formally as the Migration and Economic Department Partnership, Uh, The prime minister said that anyone entering the UK illegally, as well as those who arrived illegally since the 1st of January 2022, may now be relocated to Rwanda, right? So now the new guy's in charge, right? What's his name? The new prime minister? Yeah. The the Indian gentleman? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know his name, I know his face, yes. Yeah, I'm trying to find find his name, see if it's a part of this. It has to be, because it's happening right now okay so on december 7th so last month 2023 the government published a new piece of prospective legislation the bill declares rwanda a safe country to which asylum seekers can be removed regardless of whether or not this is true and substantially limits people's ability to challenge their relocation to rwanda in uk courts a person would no longer be able to challenge their relocation on the basis that rwanda is not a safe country in general that rwanda is unsafe because a person may be refouled or that Rwanda will not live up to its agreement. Instead, a person would have to argue that Rwanda is not safe for them in particular, hmm. say because they are known critic of the Rwandan government or something. Yeah. So they're doing all this because I guess too many people are coming in via like illegally. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to get control over that. But a lot of people have been like, are you crazy? (laughs) This this literally makes no sense. This is, I have so many things floating in my mind right now. First of all, the audacity of specifically England to be one of the most salacious offenders of colonization in this planet's Mm -hmm. history. And then to be so how they are about immigrants um, I mean, I know that that was not all of the the topics, but a hot topic of Brexit. Yeah. Like when that was happening, yes. it was a lot of like yes. dangerous anti-immigrant language, which was not new language. It was just given a, a bigger platform to exist. Right. Mm-hmm. This is again, me coming as a citizen and resident of the United States. So very much so outsider view. Yeah. Um, so that's just audacious in general that this is such like a hot button topic. It's like, bold. really, really bold. <laughs> bold. Interesting. But that's not new. Mm. That's that's been a conversation forever. My next thing is the audacity for <laughs> for them to just choose this country as a quote unquote, like, first of all, dumping ground 
for people who, first of all, yeah. have probably never been to Rwanda. So it's just like anybody and Facts. everybody, like you can catch these hands, you can you can be out. And then also yeah. we have to be very careful about the language we use around this African country as a quote unquote dumping ground. Like what is the dialogue that we're using in reference to these African countries? That's yeah. also contributing really hurtfully to already horrible language out there. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, it's so irritating because it's like I'm mad on all fronts for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Because you're sending people to a place where they're unfamiliar and they're unsafe. Mm-hmm. And that's literally the, probably the conditions that they would want to escape. Immigrating in any sense is difficult, but immigrating across the English Channel, immigrating from like North Africa is it yeah completely terrifying and extremely difficult. So like, this is not just for funsies. Like this is life or death. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so for you to just be like, mm, we're just going to like control Z that action and just send you back to somewhere, not only where you're not familiar with, but it's thousands of miles away it's, and might not yeah, be safe for it's you. dangerous for you. Yeah. It's crazy. But then how do you, how do you argue that point while also being very sensitive and understanding of like, we need to watch how we, our mouth about how we talk about Africa. And not continue this yeah. dialogue of like it's unsafe and uncivilized and blah blah blah. Because like, there's yeah, really there's hard. and there's this there's this undertone too when I was reading stuff of like it, the the wording of it was like excuse me, little burpity burp. <laughs> Come on, smoothie. <laughs> the, yeah, yes. The wording of it was like people were concerned not just about the people coming over on the boats, but it was also like we can't let criminals decide who comes into the country. Huh? So it was like very much so like there was a, like gang language was thrown in there. Mm. It was just, it was really, it's sticky. It's really sticky. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Good Lord. I'm very curious to see how that develops. Um, yeah. I'm going to keep my eye happening. on that. <laughs> it's happening as, yeah, as we speak. And I wonder what other countries have been doing or have considered mm. doing the same thing. Um mm-hmm. That is real. And was Rwanda ever colonized? And if so, was it a British colony? I have to check that out because there has to be some type of tie there. Like there's there's no such oh, thing as random. Yeah, there's no such thing as random in politics. Um, it says in 19, or excuse me, in 1899, Rwanda became a German colony. After the hmm. defeat of the Germans during World War One. subsequently, 1919, Rwanda became a mandate territory of the League of Nations under hmm. the administration of Belgium. Hmm. The Germans and the Belgians administered Rwanda through a system of indirect rule. Interesting. That's how they hmm. were slicing up Africa. <laughs> it's just, oh, that's insane. It makes my head hurt. Oh, man. So, yeah. okay, that is, I learned a lot, and I'm going to keep an eye on that because I can see this, I can literally yeah. copy paste this dialogue across the world, especially like in the U.S. context. It's just, it's very mm-hmm. interesting. Very, yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, big ups to everybody in the U.K. I hope y'all are right over there. Um, Facts. Because <laughs> like, what on earth? What yeah. on earth? Oh, God. That's what we should have called this segment. What on earth? What on earth? What a oh, fucking bag. <laughs> Somebody use it. A bum, 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 bum. Our gift to you. Our gift to you. Oh, man. Okay. I learned a lot. Let's see what we learned today. Uh, We learned about Mm. uh, butterfly bushes. Um, (laughs) We learned about skincare and the delicacy of the ring finger. Mm -hmm. Um, We plied a little bit. (laughs) 
<laughs> we had a good time. A little bit of bending at the knees. Well, thank you guys for joining us for episode four and being along with us on this ride. Be sure to comment, like, subscribe, listen on your listening platforms, share with friends, do all the things. Muchas gracias por estar con nosotros hoy. Thank you so much. We love you. Take care. And we will see you next time on Contrary. Thank you for listening to Contrary. We'll meet you back here next week. Same time, same place. <laughs>